Welcome to Keep You 100 Radio. I'm your host, Felicity Pointer, type 1 diabetic, certified health coach, personal trainer, and founder of Needles and Spoons Health and Wellness. Inside this podcast, you'll find the real and raw conversations around diabetes management, including the lessons that we don't learn in our endos office, my best tips and trainings, and conversations from the experts that I trust inside the community so that you can create more predictability in your diabetes management and feel empowered while doing so. Let's dive in. Keep 100 Radio is brought to you in collaboration with SkinGrip, the only patch company that I trust with my diabetes devices. I started using SkinGrip about two years ago, and before I found them, my Descom would last maybe four or five days before falling off, making it really hard to lift weights, hike with my dogs, or just wanting to do the everyday things that I love. But now I can confidently travel, work out, and navigate life with diabetes without having to worry about dealing with insurance more than I have to, begging for replacements, and resorting to finger parts. Plus, I'm in love with their mission to help us live fearlessly with diabetes. You can check out SkinGrip at SkinGrip.com and save 10% on your order by using the code LISSIE, L-I-S-S-I-E, at checkout. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Keep You 100 Radio. This is a really exciting one because we are celebrating my eighth anniversary. If you're wondering what a anniversary is, this is simply your anniversary of when you were diagnosed with type 1 diabetes or diabetes in general. And you might be wondering, why is this something that we're celebrating? Well, hey, we are diagnosed with diabetes. We don't get to celebrate that much when it comes to this condition. So we are using this opportunity to celebrate. I choose to celebrate it. If you would have asked me that eight years ago, if I'd be celebrating right now, I would have laughed and walked away and never spoken to you again. But it's, you know, it can be surprising where you end up. (laughs) So on this podcast, I am going to take you through eight of the hardest learning curves that came with my diagnosis and how I handled them. And not only that, but we have some really exciting things happening in this episode. We are going to be announcing a super exciting giveaway, and we are also going to be having a lot of announcements at the end of the episode, so you want to make sure to stay tuned throughout the entire thing. You do not want to miss out on these, I promise you. So if you are new to Keep 100 Radio, I'm going to take you through a SparkNotes version of my diagnosis, because I do think that it gives a lot of context to all of the learning curves that came with it. So I'm 27 now, meaning that I was diagnosed with diabetes when I was 19 years old. I was only a freshman in college. I had just kind of gotten used to Penn State. I was, you know, getting used to all the studying. I was getting used to my my new job, making all of my new friends. I was living four hours away from home. So like I was just really getting used to being on my own for the first time. Now being on my own for the first time also came with making my own decisions for the first time. And I I don't even actually don't even know if I had decided not to get my flu shot this year or if I had just forgotten. Honestly, it probably was the latter. Um, but I didn't get my flu shot. So being out of school with 40,000 students, I did get the flu in mid-January. So after about, you know, two weeks of, you know, just staying in bed all day, um, I started noticing the classic symptoms and, you know, mid-February, February 17th, 2014, I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. Now, I don't think that there's ever any appropriate time to be diagnosed with diabetes. I think no matter what, the journey is not an easy one, regardless if you were diagnosed when you were really young or when you're diagnosed as an adult, but the transition of being diagnosed at this point in my life, it really hit hard. And I think if you're not given the proper space, time, and energy to really grieve this transition, it kind of comes back to bite you later on. And that's kind of exactly what happened. Because I didn't get to really 
accept this new part of my life. I didn't get to really grieve the old part of me that I lost. I had just kind of taken into this just get through it mentality. You know, my my doctor had suggested at the time, maybe you should take a semester off, you know, we're, we're mid-semester, just withdraw, come back to, in the fall. And I said, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I wanted to stay connected to my friends. I wanted to finish out the semester. So that's what I did. I just pushed through. And I had kind of gotten used to that hustle mentality, if that's kind of what we want to call it. So fast forward four years after graduation, I got a job in Miami and I moved a thousand miles away. Again, not only was I separated from my family and my friends, but I was put into this position where I had a brand new diagnosis. And the ironic thing about this is that I was diagnosed with diabetes on February 17th of, Feb of 2014. And this, di this new diagnosis happened on February 14th, 2018. So almost four years later to the day. I had been experiencing some symptoms and went to see a gastroenterologist. A gastro, I cannot say the first word, the full word. Um, and basically, I had I had to get a colonoscopy on Valentine's Day. <laughs> so fun. So on Valentine's Day, I woke up from you know being sedated, being under anesthesia, and I was met by a doctor who just basically said, "Oh, we figured out what's going on. Uh, you have ulcerative colitis. You'll be on medication for the rest of your life." And just kind of left it at that like said it'll be it would be manageable but chronic and i've heard those words before i have heard manageable but chronic before so as soon as he said that i knew that something wasn't quite right so again i was in this position where i was introduced with a new diagnosis that diagnosis of ulcerative colitis later got more formally diagnosed as crohn's so i was being met with this new diagnosis that i had to take on by myself and I also wasn't getting much support from my healthcare team. So I went home and what's a girl to do other than go to Google? And this was probably the worst thing that I could have possibly done because of course you hear horror stories, you hear all of these traumatic events and that just made the experience worse. So not only did I have these two experiences four years apart, but now I lost the entire trust that I once had in my body. Now, with that being said, looking back at the past eight years, I think it's incredibly important to normalize this conversation because the trust and love that we have for our body directly correlates with how we show up for ourselves in our management. So with that being said, you know, we know that diabetes plays into all areas of our life. We've seen it firsthand. So it only made sense that when we have a better relationship with our body and diabetes, that that love and confidence also shows up in those other areas. So for me specifically, when I started to feel confident in my relationship with diabetes, I saw a direct correlation in how I showed up in my social life, the relationship that I attracted, and my career. And I've seen those same correlations in my clients as well. Not only that, but we can also draw the conclusion that a better relationship with diabetes perpetuates more sustainable blood sugar supporting habits and alleviates the burnout in the long run. So when we can create more sustainable habits, we don't have that pass or fail mindset around the things that we're doing every day. And we feel more enticed to find that balance and flexibility. So I find it a bit interesting that in all of my endocrinologist appointments over the last eight years, my relationship with diabetes was never addressed. 
and yet it was the biggest contributor to lowering my A1C, tackling my time and range, and actually feeling energized in my blood sugar management. So even though this was the biggest learning curve, it doesn't have to be yours, which is why I wanted to make sure that I released this podcast episode today. And when it comes down to it, we can kind of put our relationship with diabetes on a spectrum. So literally imagine a line. On one end, we have the habit of compartmentalizing. So in this sense, diabetes is kind of in its own separate container away from our relationships, away from our career, away from our social life and everything in between. We really don't want it to interfere with anything that we have going on. So to put this in real life context, an example of this here could be, you know, we're at a Super Bowl party, Super Bowl Sunday party with our friends, and we neglect to bolus for our plate because we simply don't want to worry about the carb counts. We don't want to take the mental energy out of that experience. And it's just too much right then and there. So we completely don't bolus and we just kind of eat all the things and we see that spike later. But on the opposite end of the spectrum, we actually have it where diabetes is consuming us. It's not in its own bots, it's in all of the boxes. And not only that, it's taking up all the space in the boxes so much that it's overflowing. So we are second guessing every decision so much that we can't even enjoy the experience in front of us. So the example here would look completely different. This would look like bringing our own snack to the Super Bowl party that we bring for ourselves because we want to avoid a high blood sugar completely as much as possible. So we kind of have those two ends. And finally, in the middle, we have the part where we can coexist with diabetes. This is the balance. This is a place that we know that diabetes is a part of us, but it doesn't have to be all of us. It's an equal player in our relationships, our social life, our career, and everything in between, but we know we can put it on the back burner when we need to in a strategic way. So in this scenario, we would be at the Super Bowl party taking a quick 30 seconds to evaluate our plate of snacks and dip and all the things and mindfully bolus and then put our attention back on our friends. So we have that balance of taking intentional space, but also not letting it interfere too much with what we have going on. So the question becomes, how do we get there? How did I go from compartmentalizing to consuming to now in a place where I am coexisting with diabetes? And this is actually a conversation that I had with my clients the other night, because this is a conversation that we all need to have in one way or another. So I'm going to take you through our four-step process and actually rebuilding that relationship with diabetes and making it so that you can have this coexistence in all these areas of your life. So first and foremost, we really need to build that awareness around our behaviors and the emotions driving them. So the first question to ask is what areas of my life am I currently experiencing this spectrum, whichever end that you're following? A great resource that I'm going to highlight here is actually the Circle of Life or Wheel of Life from the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. This is where I got my health coaching certification. So this resource highlights key players in wellness that are actually outside of our daily nutrition, and this is what we're talking about when we're talking about the holistic approach. So these different areas include spirituality, creativity, finances, career, education, health, physical activity, home cooking, home environment, relationships, social life, and joy. So kind of take a look at all those areas and see, oh, where does diabetes typically get in the way too much? 
or where does it actually sit completely on the back burner where I completely ignore it? Because once we acknowledge which areas that we're feeling this imbalance, we want to choose just one to focus on. So if you're a client of mine listening to this, then you know that we always just focus on one thing at a time. And once you've identified that area, go ahead and just narrow it down to that first point of resistance. So at what point do you find yourself either resisting or feeling completely overwhelmed in this process of decision-making or taking action? This is actually really important to acknowledge because this is where we anchor in a positive supporting behavior. So AKA something that either helps reduce the overwhelm or add some mindfulness back into this moment without completely sabotaging it. So I'm gonna take you through an example to kind of put it all into context. So I had a former coaching client, uh, she's in our private coaching program, and I worked through this same exercise with her. So she noticed that for her, a big area of compartmentalizing was in her social life, specifically at dinners with her friends. So she felt this massive resistance about having to hit the pause button in her conversations just to go ahead and look up the carb counts for her meal. So she chose just to not to. She would either not bolus or she would do a quick, quick guess. You know how we all do it sometimes. We say that looks like about three units and we'd go with it and then it, it is actually not three units. So what we did to actually reduce this resistance and still allow her to welcome in more intention into that moment was a few things. So first, again, she recognized which area she was noticing this compartmentalizing in her diabetes management. And then she noticed, okay, where was the first point of resistance? So then based on that, we could anchor in a new habit or behavior that allowed her to go into that moment more prepared, more intentionally, and more mindfully. So what we did to reduce this resistance and still allow her to welcome in more of that intention into that moment was this one specific thing. So since these dinners were mostly homemade, she would go to her friend's house she knew that her friend was using recipes for this meal. So she had a simple conversation with that group of friends to actually send her recipes in advance. So whether it was like a Super Bowl party or a potluck type dinner, everybody was pretty much using different recipes that they would send her the link to. This way, she could go and plug that recipe in to MyFitnessPal and have the carb counts ready to go and actually enjoy the present moment with the people that she loves. Now, this isn't always a perfect system. It doesn't mean that the portions that we get from a recipe are going to be spot on and we're never going to see a high blood sugars, but we're going to be a lot closer to that point than we would be if we just completely guessed or took a shot in the dark or just didn't bolus at all. So if you're listening now, I'm going to challenge you to identify which area your relationship with diabetes is either being compartmentalized or feels really consuming. From there, again, ask yourself, where is that first point of resistance? You may not be able to identify this until you're actually in the moment experiencing it, and that's okay because, again, this is a collection of information. This is new, new information to take into your journey. Once you identify that point of resistance, go ahead and create an anchor, like a positive supporting anchor that you can bring into that moment to either allow yourself more flexibility or a little bit more intention, whatever you need to take. 
I did this personally in a lot of different areas of my life after my diagnosis. It might have took me a while, but this has been the biggest thing that I've brought into my journey that allows me to now feel like I have more flexibility in my life, whether I'm working out or whether I'm eating a new meal or I'm going out with my partner or I'm traveling, whatever it is. And that's where I feel like diabetes doesn't have to consume me anymore because I, even though I might not have exact specific control over those scenarios, I have a lot more say in them. So with that being said, I want to get into this episode's announcements because I know that's why you might be here. So let's dive into them. Okay, announcement time. I am so excited for this one, guys. I don't think you realize how excited I am because not only has this company been a complete game changer for me in my management, but I think if I had gotten this opportunity to win this giveaway, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine the things that I've done. I would have done. So I've been using this, this company's products for the past three years over that. And they've allowed me to physically do more than I ever thought was possible with diabetes. They've allowed me to work out without having to worry about my devices. They've allowed me to go hiking with my dogs. They've allowed me to go swimming. They've allowed me to travel. They're the reason why I'm comfortable going on a three week long road trip in a month with Jordan. They are the reason for all of that. Now, if you know the sponsor behind this podcast, then you know where I'm going with this. We are doing a giveaway with Stingrip. Stingrip is my favorite, favorite adhesive company for my diabetes devices. If you wear a continuous glucose monitor, if you wear an insulin pump, this company, their patches are a must for your accessories with your diabetes devices. Now, this isn't just any giveaway. This is a year-long supply giveaway. They are giving away a year's worth of patches to one person who leaves a review on Apple Podcasts. That's it. That's all you have to do. You've listened to the episode. All you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review, and leave your Instagram handle when you leave that review. That's it. Hopefully that review will be five stars because you enjoy being here as much as I enjoy being here, but hey, I am not going to coerce you into one way or another. But Skin Grip is absolutely incredible. Again, you have the opportunity to win a full year's worth of patches for your Dexcom, for your insulin pump, for your Freestyle Libre, for your Medtronic, whatever device that you have, they have got you. So let's go ahead, hit pause on this episode and go into Apple Podcasts and leave a review, leave your Instagram handle so that we can find you and one person is going to win a year's worth of patches. And if you don't win, that's okay. I've still got you. You can still save at checkout by using the code LISSIE, L-I-S-S-I-E. All right, we made it to the end of the episode. I am so excited for this announcement. I feel like this is something that is so needed in the community. I have honestly, okay, full transparency mode. I have been hearing a lot of horror stories when it comes to coaching in the community. I'm not going to talk specifics. I'm not going to talk about anybody's specific program. But what I will say is that I've been hearing about big investments being made and the support that people are looking for isn't there. I've heard about things like, you know, having a three-month program and you're only getting seven calls or, you know, the person that you enroll with isn't even on those calls. And it breaks my heart to hear that these stories when it comes to something I'm so passionate about, which is coaching. 
So you may have heard me talking on my stories or on my feed about our private coaching experience. Beyond the A1C is our three-month private coaching container designed to help you overcome mindset roadblocks and integrate sustainable blood sugar strategy through a 360-degree support system. This 90-day one-on-one coaching program doesn't only give you tools and resources for more predictability and less fluctuation in your blood sugars, but it gives you the behind-the-scenes work to make it sustainable and long-term. So a lot of people ask me, let's see, how does that even happen? Like, what are the logistics behind a program like this? Because I've heard big promises like that before, and I have felt really jaded by the experience that I got. So I'll walk you through our methodology and exactly what we do and give inside of this container. So again, because this is a one-on-one container, we believe that you should get the highest level and most hands-on support that we offer. So inside this container, you'll get 12 45 minute sessions with myself where we will implement strategies from your own blood sugar roadmap, help you learn how to self-identify personal trends and patterns and overcome mindset roadblocks so that you can lower your A1C and increase your time and range sustainably. But on top of those 12 calls, you're also getting three support sessions with my support coaches. So we have our registered dietitian, Jessica Herdlicka. She's a registered dietitian and certified diabetes educator who's going to support you in working through your insulin management and nutrition strategy. And you can also get a session with our women's wellness coach, Val Garcia, who's going to help you around working with your hormones and all those high variability areas. So that's 15 calls dedicated to your own customized and personalized roadmap. To build out that roadmap, you and I have a 60-minute kickoff session where we are co-creating that week-by-week roadmap where we made sure that you have every single resource, every focus for every week, and every strategy to reach your blood sugar goal, mindset goal, and life goal. Again, we don't like leaving room for guesswork. This is not support that your endo gives, so we want to make sure that you are getting that support somewhere, and this is the place. And you know, on top of that, we made sure that you are getting community support through our Keep 100 program. You have access to all those calls on top of 24-7 private Slack access to make sure that you're being supported within calls. Now, that's not the announcement. Don't worry. Because we have heard of all these stories of people feeling jaded by other programs, we want to make sure that everybody is feeling fully supported. So with that being said, we are opening up a bonus for those who choose to enroll in the February cohort of private coaching. Now keep in mind, we only take in three members at a time, and that's for a very strategic reason. That is because we recognize that everybody needs high-level hands-on support. So between the 10 members that we have inside of Keep 100, we only offer three spots inside of private coaching because we want to make sure that you are getting all of our energy, all of our attention, and all of our support. There is no way that people can take on 20, 30, 40 clients and be giving you all their individual attention. So this is why we do that. So bonus time. For anybody who enrolls in the private coaching cohort for February, we are giving you a bonus month inside an entire four weeks extra in addition to the 12 weeks that the, the program currently offers. So you're not just getting a three-month container, you're actually getting a four-month container. So imagine not only going into your endos office in 90 days, feeling confident, feeling like you have a step-by-step strategy to get to your goals, but you actually have support after that appointment to actually integrate any final steps. We've never offered this before because we do offer so much support inside of these programs, but again, we wanna make sure that for anybody who's had a previous experience that didn't live up to their expectation, that they're given another side of coaching that actually supports them. And if you've never had another coaching experience, that's okay. We wanna make sure that all of your expectations and standards for what coaching actually is 
are met. So all you have to do to claim one of these spots is go into the show notes, click the application, fill out the application, and that's gonna lead you to my calendar. Inside this calendar, you can book any time that works for you, and we will hop on a call to make sure that this is the perfect fit for you. We do not just try and sell you on the program, we are actually diving deep into your journey, making sure that this is the exact support level that you need for your diabetes journey. If it sounds like a good fit, we will offer you a spot and we will fill out not only your 12-week roadmap, but your 16-week roadmap for the next four months, and we will work together in a high-level container to make sure that you are reaching your goals. So go ahead, fill out the application, and I cannot wait to talk to you. I hope that you guys got so much out of this episode. I had so much fun coming on. I think I'm going to lose my voice by tonight, so I'm going to hop off, but thank you so much for joining, and we cannot wait to see you on next week's episode.